Good morning. It's November 7th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Paradox. I am a bundle of paradoxes. I believe and I doubt. I hope and get discouraged. I love and I hate. I feel bad about feeling good. I feel guilty about not feeling guilty. I am trusting and suspicious. I am honest and I still play games. Aristotle said I am a rational animal. I say I am an angel with an incredible capacity for beer. Brennan Manning. It's a good thing, a really good thing, that God promises he keeps no record of my wrongs. God is love, right? 1 John 4, 8. And love keeps no record of wrongs. 1 Corinthians 13, 5. Psalm 103, 12. I talk a good game. I write these devotionals drawing on my seminary education and my 40 years of experience as a physician, right? I try to do the best I can with my patients, but then I come home one night and I'm a jerk with my wife. I pray about loving, even my enemies, and then find myself sort of hoping a certain attorney gets COVID-19, and I'll sit in the hot tub with a bourbon, really enjoying it at the end of a long day, and then feel sort of bad because I ought to be doing my patient's labs on the computer, or heck, maybe even writing one of these. But then, like Brennan, I realize I don't really feel guilty at all, until I feel guilty about not feeling guilty. Christianity is actually radically different from what most people think it is. That was the impetus for books like Brandon Manning's classic Ragamuffin Gospel, and more recently Andrew Farley's God Without Religion. Grace is the key. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners, Romans 5.8. It isn't the good people who get saved and go to heaven and the bad people who go to hell. This is exactly the misperception that led to 2,000 years of failed efforts to follow the rules for Old Testament Israel, and many would say to another 1,500 years of much the same for Christians up to the Reformation. Grace means unmerited favor. God loves us so much as his creation and image bearer that he sacrificed his only son, who literally gave himself up as punishment for our sins, even though we were all still sinning. No one deserved the Father's love. No one deserved the love of Jesus. No one deserved the Holy Spirit's help. We were forgiven and given new lives out of the Father's great love, no other reason. Now, once we accept the gift of forgiveness, we are saved by that grace through our faith in Jesus. We are crucified with him and we die to the law. We are no longer slaves to the perpetual sin that the law made clear. We live as slaves now to the Spirit, not to sin, but that doesn't mean we don't still sin. Sanctification is, in a very real sense, the ongoing battle between our own natural proclivity to sin and the extent to which we allow the Holy Spirit within to guide us. Paul discusses this in detail in Romans, and especially Romans 7, 14 through 25. So a big part of forgiveness starts with forgiving ourselves. God isn't some scorekeeper in the sky with Jesus as the plate umpire. Instead, he's a father who loves us passionately and boundlessly. Loving him back should come easy but it means loving ourselves and loving others, and we desperately need the Spirit's help with that. That's why Jesus promised to send a helper after he ascended to heaven. Yes, we are saved by grace through faith, but if that faith were adequate for us to do it all ourselves, we wouldn't need a helper. Next time you find yourself feeling guilty about not even feeling guilty, think about it for a moment. One thing the cross did for sure was free us from guilt and shame. We all still mess up. 
Over time, you will mess up less, and that is the process of sanctification. In the meantime, when you find yourself in the same kind of paradoxes that Mr. Manning, Mr. Farley, and Dr. Thurston do, stop, throw up a prayer about it, and let the Spirit know you're willing to love your way out of whatever mess you've created. After all, that's really all we can do. Father God, we believe. Help our unbelief. No one can live the perfect life that Jesus did, but at least we are no longer forced to sin, because now we live under grace and not under the law. Holy Spirit, help us as Jesus promised you would. Give us the strength to love others and to love our own sometimes miserable selves. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.